Hello, welcome back to another episode of On The Canvas. Jordan, um, our normal host, is running late. Poor dedication from him. So I'm taking over for this episode anyway. I'm joined by Owen again and Arbaz. Good morning. Owen Good morning. and, a, Owen and a feeling a wee bit better this morning than the last podcast as well, yeah, I think. I've got a voice today, don't worry. So yeah, we're just going to talk all things happened at the weekend, um, previewing some of the fights coming up as well. And of course, some of, there were some big announcements during the week too. So firstly, um, on Saturday night in Manchester, John O'Carroll defeated Scott Quigg. Joe Gallagher threw the towel in in round 11. Your thoughts on the fight? Oh, uh, first. Wonder, wonder who called that in the last Always podcast. Always got a big grin on his face, by the way. I wonder who called that in the last podcast. You know, Carroll was. If Carroll had power, he'd be frightening. I know, obviously, the pillow hands is a bit... Is a bit who said pillow hands? Was it you or Jordan? Rude. Jordan said pillow hands. <laughs> the volume of them punches, they'll hurt. And obviously that's that's what caused the towel to come in. But yeah. punch perfect. The first four rounds, Johnny was laughing at him in his face, sort of showing me something. And I thought Quig's corner, Joe Gallagher should have threw the towel in yeah. a lot sooner. Quig Quig's too proud. He's one of them fighters. He'll he'll go out on his like like Wilder said, go out on his shield. Yeah. But Carroll was immense. That was. I think he's learned a lot from the Tevin Farmer fight. He yeah. stepped up yeah. to elite world-level fighters, and he, he put a good show on. He put up a good fight, but it was comfortable for Farmer. I mean, I had I only gave Carroll four rounds mm. against Farmer, and I think I was being generous. Yeah. So I do think he's learned a lot, and his combination. Quick, Quick just didn't know what to do. Didn't know where to put his head, and I think Quick realised if the way Carroll was boxing, if he tried to turn it into a dog fight, if he tried to turn it into war. He was going to get outboxed. He yeah. was going to get even outpunched just from volume of punches. And credit to Scott Quigg. Was it 40-odd fights, two losses? Yeah. World champion. You know, it'll go down in history. Yeah. I mean, his fight with Carl Frampton was a, a bit of an anticlimax, but that happens a lot in, in combat sports. But, yeah, I thought John O'Carroll was sensational. Three losses wasn't that today. It was Oscar, Oscar Valdez beat him as well. Yeah. But what did you make of it, Arbas? I thought it was. I was really impressed with Carroll, but um, the thing with me was that I wasn't expecting it from him. I, I called a split decision, so I thought it'd be a war, a slugfest. Mm. But every time Quig stepped in, Carroll had an answer for him. I think he stepped in for uh, it was round six, seven when he stepped in. And he got hit with a clean left hook across the jaw, mm. and Quig just looked at him. He didn't know what to do, yeah. and I think it was the ability to adapt, like you said, with Farmer, Carroll. When he stepped on that level, he knew what it took to adapt and be on that level. While Quig even called Frampton midway through the fight when they asked him, he even said um, Carl's giving him a boxing lesson and that he doesn't have the ability to adapt. It was like six rounds there and even Frampton said, I don't see him adapting. He's, this is the way Quig's always been. So he didn't have no answer. He couldn't adapt, he couldn't change gears and that's why Carl did what he did. I think I have to, me and Jordan especially, <laughs> have to eat some humble pie because I thought <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be Quig yeah. by emphatic. I thought it would be Quig by split. But I, I was... I don't know whether I was being naive and I was judging Carl off. Do you remember he had that draw before he fought? Yeah, that's what I mean. Kevin I think Farmer, people, and he was, yeah. i probably judging him off that, to be yeah. honest. And he was poor that night. He just went in for a, a scrap that night. Yeah. He didn't box. Whereas mm. he, was, he showed me on Saturday, I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah. I was, and I was very impressed. Level? Yeah, European level. You know, he's, I know the boxing rankings aren't always true to what they are, but he's 18th in the world on the back of a the back of a world title fight, which we said, obviously, he got beat convincingly, but put on a good show. And he's just absolutely... It was demoralising for Scott Quigg, the way he got outboxed. 
got Joe Cordina. Oh, that would be a good for that level fight. Is that too early for Cordina? I think because Cordina's already. I think it is. 11 fights. You think it's too early for Cordina, yeah, do. do you? I do. I think he, he's one of my favourites from the. He's class. I do think he's class. 2016. I don't know. The card that I saw over the weekend, I think he'd cause problems for Cordina. Oh, no. He would no doubt cause problems, but whether it. Oh, I, don't I don't think he can handle the pressure. I don't know. Maybe I'm believing the hype already. With um, Cordina. I but think Cordina is class, but I, I think Carol would. Send him back down the rankings. A few more fights in, I think Cordina could be definitely. There's yeah. a lot. Do you know what? There's a lot of big clashes in this. You know, I'd see Santa Cruz, Carl Frampton again. Yeah, the first they, one sure was they have, epic. They have to have a third fight. They, surely they should have to have a third fight. Why surely. not? Stick, why not stick Carol in with a Oscar Valdez, a Joey Diaz? That's after war. that's that'd be a war. Stick him in with. Stick him in with someone above him in the rankings, you know, Francisco Vargas, good boxer. Yeah, good boxer. Good boxer, but... I like Herring too. I think he's fighting, possibly fighting Frampton, isn't he? I'd love to see... Nah, but the thing is, Carl can't fight the winner because I think he's not even on that level yet. Nah. I will say European. Yeah, European. Go for a European title. Yeah. Have a tune-up after that. Establish the British division. Just clean it out if he has to. Um, what we're talking about, competition, who, has, who else has he got in the division other than... We've got Quig, he's out of the way now, he's retired. They've only really got Cordina and Carl Frampton, to be fair, at the minute. Yeah, Cordina, Cordina and him would be a great fight, though, I'm not going to lie. And yeah. then the winner of that goes on to world level. I it, think Carol beats Cordina now. Now, yeah. Now, Carol beats Cordina. I'm still going to go Cordina. You just don't like John O'Carroll because he's Irish. No, I, I do like him. <laughs> I do. I, to, I, I think he's one of the, He's so good for boxing. Tell you what, he's got the best beard yeah, in boxing as well. He's massive at the way. When I seen him and um, Quig in the fight. Yeah, he looks massive. a lot bigger than him. Do you know what? I said all along, no one believed me. Quig was rattled as well. Yeah. Quig was not happy with Carroll's actions yeah. at all. So do you reckon, I think it looks like the, likely that Quig's retired? Yeah. yeah. Good career though? Great career, to be proud of. 100%. Oh, yeah. That's what he said that in his post fight. It was quite actually emotional enough his post fight. And I don't know whether any of you watched the IFL TV. Yeah, I've seen bits of social. it. He looked, you know, it was obviously clearly quite emotional. That's his life, him. though, isn't it? He was yeah. always dedicated. Oh, he was always so dedicated. Oh, he was yeah. always on weight. He was always running, yeah. even off camp. He was obsessed. Yeah, which different. he needed to be, and it proved. Okay, yeah, he had some massive fights. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean his. Showdown with Carl Frampton will go down as one of the biggest in British boxing. Yeah, that was, that was massive. Yeah, but it's also a problem as well because when you got fighters like that who are so dedicated, it's like, what do they do? What do they do next? After, yeah. and that's what leads to some of them in depression mm. and yeah, dark stuff like that because they don't know what to do next because they, they they've got only one passion and that's boxing. Yeah. I think he'll go into training. He should do. He mm. should do. You, you be, ain't bad having a coach like that. No, whip there's some trainers shape. out there. You oh, wonder yeah. how are they trainers? So yeah. definitely. Yeah. Quick can become a trainer. Um, also on the card, obviously, um, local Liverpool fighter, Anthony Fowler. Did you see his knockout in the first round? Yeah. yeah it's all right. Pretty good, wasn't it? So um, <laughs> He still gets knocked out of Oscar Fitzgerald. Hasn't been, it he hasn't, fought a guy with no legs. Hasn't, <laughs> <laughs> it, it hasn't been made official yet, but it's rumoured that he might fight um, Scott Fitzgerald on July 18th. Brilliant fight. Mm. More of the same from the first, but I think the result will be different. No. Disagree there. Disagree as Disagree. well. Disagree. Fitzgerald will win. Not only will he hey, win convincingly, he'll knock him down again. We're talking about Quig there, right? He's Scottish is a complete opposite. He balloons up and wins. Yeah, yeah. I think he needs to stop doing that. Discipline thing. It's like Ricky Hatton. I was about to say Ricky Hatton. Have a fight. Get fat. Get in shape. Get back fight. In. Yeah. Repeat. Yeah, he, repeat. Repeat. He has all the talent in the world. Yeah, that's what I mean. He can do it. He might be able to afford to do it now, but it'll catch up on him eventually. So, and then on 
that's there was a few others, you know, Dalton Smith and stuff on the other card. They all won. They were all fighting relative journeymen. But um, across the water, there was uh, Karnaki was fighting Hellenius. <laughs> one to fifty, he was the bookies. Hellenius laughed in their face and knocked him out in the fourth round. Did, you, did any of you see it? Yes, yeah, heavyweight, heavyweight boxing. It that's is. What so what that what makes me think, like that just shows you in the heavyweight division how mad it is really because Dylan White. Okay, Dylan White. He's what the one you would say he's the level, the top level below your Joshua yeah. and Fury. Yeah, 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 yeah. still probably there as well. But below, he's like that around that level. And Hellenius, he okay, he didn't knock him out, Hellenius, um, when White fought him. But you know what I mean? He, he, was, he was, wasn't out of first gear when he fought Hellenius mm. with Dylan White. And then now you're looking at that Hellenius, and everyone was like, oh, Kanaki this, Kanaki that, like you're moving up, gonna yeah. fight for a world title soon. Kanaki was and calling out Fury. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I want the next title shot. He got and then he got beat. That just it does go to show you. Yeah, so because it is very cliche, but like anything can happen in the heavyweight division. Yeah, it, only takes, it only takes one punch. One punch away. Um, I think uh, that will be the result for Fowler Fitzgerald. Also, the uh, the, the brutal knockout from Fitzgerald. <laughs> imagine having a imagine Hellenius was probably telling all of his mates back home in Norway. Oh yeah, get get a, get a few quid on me to win, and they're probably all rich now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was some price, but. Um, that's really all that happened over the weekend. So moving on to this coming weekend, we're we're back with the MTK Golden Contract. I love the Golden Contract, and we're in the yeah, light. Yeah, it's a great tournament. Light heavyweight division. Um, it's this Friday night at the York Hall, the full famous York Hall. Um, so it obviously all depends on the draw. So the fights haven't been announced yet. I think that gets done on weigh-in day or or the day before that. So the four left are Jose Burton, Liam Conroy, Sergei Mikhail, and Ricard Belotniks. So, Jose Burton wins it. Yeah, I, I think Burton wins it too. I agree. I still think Jose Burton has been, he's just kind of gone under the radar because he got, he, when he got knocked out by Buglioni for the British title, yeah. he won it's, and he won every round and then yeah. just got caught. Exactly. And he, he's a bit, he drops his guard a lot, Burton, he gets cocky, he gets confident. And from what I've seen of him, he, he invites it on and Buglioni. He's Gallagher, isn't he? he yeah. yeah. He's still with him. Yeah. Buglioni. Obviously, just seeing that, and his corner told him just go after him, mm. went after him, and look what happens. I think that that I mean Liam Conroy, he was obviously we've seen him a few times um, on our TV. He we fought um, valiantly against Joshua Boazzi, but obviously levels. Yeah. Um, and he wasn't actually expected to win his quarterfinal. He was a big underdog, and he he won that. So you never know He's the underdog story, Liam Conroy, and then the other two. Um, I know the guy Mikael is the German fella. He's got a lot, of, a lot of hype about him. Yeah. But I think, um, obviously draw dependent. But I still think Jose Burton comes out on top there. Yeah. Tom Schwartz had a lot of hype about him he coming did, from actually. Germany into yeah. the Fury fight, and look what happened there. Yeah. No, I, I, I do believe that, um, Jose Burton is probably the strongest. I like, I like Burton. He was, he did. I agree. He did outbox Buglioni every round, but then he was, he was just boxing with no, with his hands down. If you look at the domestic light heavyweights not te- necessarily world and all level but you've got Jose Burton's um, light heavyweight you've got Anthony Yard Joshua Boazzi Callum Johnson there's four yeah. and obviously they're all at different stages in the career but that, that, that's some talent that Bo- we have yeah. that Boazzi we have. and Johnson both beat Anthony Yard by the way yeah Boazzi beats Yard Boazzi's the best I think Callum Johnson beats Anthony Yard as you reckon? well I'd, yeah. I'd like to see that fight more we're gonna I think it'd be a closer. Johnson just bangs, he hits so hard. We're, we'll come on to both Johnson and Yard a bit later in the podcast, but again, this weekend... Lions um, in the camp. Lions in the camp. 
at the Olympia. It's always a good card at the Olympia. It's, an, it's the always Olympia, a great Col- I was, a, I was a, there on remember, Saturday. It's a great place. I was there on Saturday for Paul Kelly's return and over in the MMA world, and it's it's a wicked venue. Yeah. I think a few of us from on the canvas here were going to head down. Hopefully. See see what the crack is. Um, I know on that card you've got the heavyweight um, who trains out of Derry Matthews Gym. He's only had two fights, being unfortunate with matchmaking and injuries. I think so far Sean Turner. I know I've spoken to him a few times. Uh, he's good. Like he's yeah. very very good. He's fighting on the card and Jay Farrell. I think Arbaz. He's fighting for the area Cruiser title, isn't he? Yeah, cruiserweight area, central area title. So it's you always you always find with cards like that with the lesser names um, and stuff. That produce some good fights. Yeah, well, that some of them are the best fights. Listen, they need to remember where you came from. Everyone came from a small hole show, really. Well, yeah, unless exactly. you're Anthony Joshua and stuff like that, but the majority of fighters all came from a small hole show. And yeah, he's what he's won. He's had ten fights. He's won nine, and he's only lost once. So, Jay Farrell, hopefully he can he can win the. It's the it's the central area, is it? What 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 um title is it he's fighting for? Central, Central area. area. Yeah, 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 yeah I thought that. So he's al- he's already lost once, but he's come back and won yeah. two times in a row. It's Damian then. Chambers is his opponent. Um, I think he lost fought in Liverpool as well, didn't he? Damian Chambers only lost mm-hmm. once, one ten six via KO. So, so decent record. It's basically similar, really. That to me looks like it's going to be a scrap. Though. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, and you, and see those. I always say, see those central area. Titles, Same knockout ratio and everything. See the English title fights and the central area title fights and all those oh, they're, smaller they're, belts. They're fantastic. Sometimes they produce the best fights. Yeah, you know the atmosphere in the crowd. Like I always remember, as, me as a big Isaac Chamberlain fan, when Isaac Chamberlain fought uh, Wadi Camacho yeah. for um, one yeah. of those titles and yeah. he dislocated his shoulder yeah. in the second round, fought on, 10 round war. I liked Wadi Camacho. I thought he was a, good, he was a great character for yeah, British he boxing. he was. Um, so yeah we're all looking forward to that show at Olympia hopefully mm. go down have a peek at, at what's happening down there um, and then more a more prestigious name now um, stateside you've got Shakur Stevenson oh. what a fighter amazing absolutely amazing he's uh, he's fighting against Miguel Mariaga Is he only had about 13 fights or something 11 like or something I don't know yeah, sure. he's, had, he's had very few and he's um, this is for his WBO World title. He got. He won it in his last fight, didn't he? He won the world title. Yeah. Um. Against, I can't remember who he fought, but Shakur Stevenson. A lot of hype around him. I remember when he turned pro, instantly lots of hype. But he seems like. I hope he's not another one. Where he's a bit. Of, he's a bit daft outside of the ring. He doesn't seem it. Obviously, you've got like he's coming through thirteen fights. Yeah. At the same um, same time as like Javonta as a tank, yeah. and they just seem completely different. So different. he f- he beat um Gonzalez. Um, for the vacant WBO title, so I think he should win. He should win against Mariaga, but I mean he's only really lost to Lomachenko, he's Oscar lost to Valdez, a, he's, what, three Nicholas elite fighters. Walters, <laughs> Walters, Valdez, and Lomachenko. Not bad at all. That it's not bad. bad at all. It's not three bad fighters he, he to lose a, against. Beat Estrella. He went twelve rounds with Valdez. I lost. I knew none of us. So <laughs> the, the boy can box, but if if you're Shakur Stevenson, you still you still got to fancy him, don't you? Yeah. Of course yeah, but do. it'll be a good test, though. It'll be a good test. Shows shows where he's at. No, it, yeah. is, it does show where he's at in his career, and if if he comes through this convincingly, then it's like, well, where do we go from here? Fourteen fights in, world champion, who's convincingly beat a man who's gone twelve rounds of Oscar Valdez, mm. shared the ring with Loma, who's probably uh, arguably the best pound for pound in the world. 
That's what I mean. It'll so, be a great experience for him. We'll Even if talking, you don't blast him out, I think he'll learn a lot in that fight. We'll be talking unification fights, 15 fights into a uh, a featherweight career. Mm. That's ridiculous. Speaking of unifications, him v Warrington. Do you reckon Shakur Stevenson will come over here? Ellen Road again? He might have to. He might have to. There's big money when it comes to Warrington. Uh, Eddie Hearn he could fill, he could, he'll fill he would fill Ellen Road again yeah if he fought the, he I definitely know it wasn't would. full last time but I reckon he could fill it this yeah. time especially if you've got a name, like name it'd be a great selling pitch as well America against U, um, UK always works two unbeaten fighters it's, it's just two yeah. world champions it's, it's just the hope that you know you you get I hope I hope Shakur Stevenson isn't like this but you get a lot of those Americans saying yeah I'll come over and fight and then they never, I never do. They don't actually want to fight I think if the America. money's right he definitely will come he's, over he's Matt Dreamers I don't know Shakur uh, well, top rank. Top, yeah, top rank. Top rank. Yeah. yeah. Top rank. Um, but I mean, he's only twenty-two. Eddie Hearn can get him over. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's mad. Give the him fact, a few the more. The fact that he's a year older than me. Uh, the last, because I'm a big Shakur Stevenson fan. The last thing I want is for him to fight him after this fight. Warrington four, fourteen fights in, and just see him struggle in the ring, and Warrington swarm him. He wouldn't. He wouldn't struggle. You don't, don't think? No. I don't, uh, Warrington puts a lot of pressure on you. He's always on you like so a rush. Fit, yeah. Well, he's just he constant will, He just throws a ridiculous amount of punches. Yeah. Josh Warrington's punch output. Even like Galahad, like I thought Galahad just edged him, but then you yeah. can go either way because with Galahad, you got when you fight Warrington, you've got to make it convincing, especially if in his backyard. Yeah. So if you're just simply outboxing him, it's not good enough. Yeah, you gotta. It's, it's got to be effective. Exactly. You can't just outbox him though, because he just keeps coming forward. That's what I mean. He it was, it'll be close regardless on. with him. I think you've got to slow the pace down, hold on, clinch, and he's got the boxing IQ to do that kind of stuff. I so. think Josh Warrington gets a lot of unwarranted criticism. I think he's a great he's boxer. Class. I know he is, he's yeah. Class. And I think Eddie Hearn missed it. Uh, didn't really see that. Yeah, until well, now. Well, he might have seen it, but he that's why he didn't see, he didn't realise the potential until he left, went with mm. Frank. Um, and he, he was all, Frank did really well for yep. um, Warrington, but... He's back now, though, ain't he? With he's back, Eddie Eddie he's and, back yeah. with Eddie, um, which... The main I, I think it's a good move because a very good move. Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie's the boy, isn't he? Eddie's the guy, right? <laughs> now. Is, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. So you know as I said in the last podcast, can you? It's a difficult one. Like when you say a fighter stepping up too early, when you've got people at featherweight fighters winning world titles after you know Lomachenko is different level, but eleven fights in, world champion. Shakur Stevenson, twelve fights in, world champion. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of fighters now. You can't. There's too much hype and there's social media. There's too much pressure. You can't wait for fighters now. You have to put them in. Yeah. That's what I love about the the current boxing climate. I think that's why it's getting so much excitement, even for casuals. Because before, I remember like three, four years back, it'd be protected records. You have to be like twenty five and all just 100%. for a world title shot. Pe- people are more impatient now. They just want to see the big straight fights. away. And, and, and the promoters are delivering. So fair play. No, like, no disrespect, but. Who did Cal Brook fight 34 fights in yeah. and beat a That was world a big champion? criticism of his. Who did he fight? As much as I loved Cal Brook at the time, who, everyone was saying, oh, he's this, he's that. Although Golovkin just battered him, Errol Spence battered him and outclassed him. But 34 fights, and you look at his record and it's like, who's actually on it? The worst for that padded record is Wilder. Exactly. There's Wilder didn't fight anybody. Not one person until... I'm, I don't... I mean, I'm counting Burminster Burn as an as a name From here, Stephen. and that's who he won the title against. But I'm pretty sure he was 31 and 0 before he won that. He's fighting. The, What's I think, the point, like? So I mean, you've got Michael Jennings, Cowbrook's record up here, and Kevin McIntyre. 
Carson Jones. That's Carson, oh, Carson Jones. Jones is a good. Uh, that's a good win. Because Carson Jones is one of those. Right? Caught, I think he caught bad. Carson Jones at the right time. Then obviously the iconic Sean Porter oh, victory. Yeah, uh, that that was a great performance. Yeah, that was, was a great sick. performance. That's when I became a huge Carl Brookman. Yeah, that that's it though. You've got a past it Carson Jones, and then the um, the Sean Porter win was fantastic. Frankie Gavin, I don't know. Frankie <laughs> Gavin should have never been in that ring yeah, with Carl Brookman. Even Dan Leon, but to be fair, didn't he get um. Didn't he get injured because of um, he got attacked? Didn't he? Yeah. So then that was his first Is fight. But Frankie yeah. Gavin not the only one. Is he not the only fighter from Britain to win a world amateur? Yeah, gold medal, not gold become medal. world champion. Yeah. Yeah, like do you remember his do you remember so. his fight with Sam Eggington? I think he got he got oh he got battered. I think he got an eye though. Nah, Sam Eggington was class. Sam Eggington, I love watching Sam Eggington. So Shakur Stevenson, do you think he do you think he will get the job done? Yeah, I think he should, but I think he'll be. At this stage, I'd back Josh Warrington. I mean, this weekend. Oh, this weekend, yeah, he gets. I think it'll be a good test. I think he gets the job done. I don't know if he'll get to stop him. If he stops him, I'll be really impressed, though. I don't think he'll stop him. I think he'll outpoint him, but there's levels and and he's levels. What he'll learn from that, I think, will be great experience for going into Warrington, especially if Mariaga applies a lot of pressure. It'll get him into the Warrington fight. Well, if you were, because Josh Warrington's kept saying that he doesn't want to fight Galahad again. So I don't Sh- want to see that far. Exactly, again. but if you were Shakur Stevenson, would you fight Galahad? I would. As a voluntary? I would. Yeah, I would. And I, I think Stevenson beats Galahad. It'd be a chess match, though. It'd be great to yeah. watch tech from a technical aspect. I'd hate to fight Kid Galahad. Yeah. He's awkward, isn't he? Is Very cheap? awkward. It's that Dominic Ingle style, isn't it? It's that Ingle gym style yeah. they have, switching southpaw. I'd love, to, I'd love to see someone absolutely plant Galahad. Really? He's a cheat. Get him out of the sport. <laughs> We've got a lot of cheats in There's a lot of cheats. Yeah. And I'd love to see every single one of them absolutely planted out cold, seeing stars. But yeah. I think I think Stevenson comes through that relatively relatively comfortably. Yeah. It'd be a good fight. Mariaga will put a lot of pressure on, but there's levels and yeah. Stevenson is at the elite level for me. Mm. Well, during the week, um a massive card announced the uh Sky Sports box office fight. Um at the in the Manchester Arena and uh, Dylan White's fighting Alexander Povetkin knockout all over it um, also Love on it. the card you've got oh by the way what a fight Katie Taylor versus Amanda Serrano oh that's a brilliant fight I can't wait to see that Callum Johnson versus McCalkin we said that he was fighting last week um, I blame Jordan for that <laughs> poor research um, so but he's yeah he's announced to fight McCalkin on that card also um, and then not on the card but on the same weekend we've got I don't know if it's been formally announced by DAZN um, or Matchroom or anything, but you know, Canelo's going to be fighting Billy Joe. Yeah, that's uh, what that weekend. Like. First, so we'll start. We'll start with the the headline, the headline act of the then um, Dylan White Povetkin. You think already, Owen? You say that he's Dylan White left hook tenth round. I think he does it inside six. You know. Yeah, so do I. I mean, Price was giving him problems within the first round or two. Didn't uh, he, didn't he shake him up? Yeah. Yeah. I think Dylan White wins that easily. Yeah. I think the first second round he might be touching him up, getting a few shots here and there, and then four or five he's going in by six he's out. Do you know what? The only thing I think is Dylan White's not going to be in the best shape fitness wise. He will. Do I don't think, think he will. I think Dylan White's been quite disciplined recently, hence why he's successful. Well, he was big against Marius Wack, but that was kind of just a like two weeks notice mm. fight. I knew he was going to win really, but I think Dylan White's patient now though. Yeah. Dylan White of 
fighting Joshua, Dylan White around then, if he wobbled someone, he'd just go chasing them. Fair play to him, though, because he could have easily been like, no, I'm waiting for a world title shot. About three, about a year and a half ago, he could have just been like, he well, fights anyone I'm, I'm, I've deserved my world title shot and still hasn't, but he just loves a scrap, doesn't he? Yeah, and plus, you, if you climb up eventually and you're number one in all rankings, there's no option but to fight. Here he is. Oh, he turned up. Better late than never, I suppose. I thought Dylan White Oscar Rivas was a great fight. It was, yeah. Also, well, I'll wait for Jordan's opinion on that. You've joined us. At, we're joined just at our uh, announcements. So obviously the card got announced uh, for Dylan White versus Alexander Povetkin. What do you reckon for, to that fight? Good fight. Very good fight. Um, I think White wins quite easily as well. Yep. I think Povetkin's far past it now. Um, but no, certainly a good fight. Yeah, I think we're all we're all in agreement then that Dylan should White. be an easy easy nice work for Dylan White. But then yeah. if you look at Pave- if you look at Pavekin, do you remember his last fight against Hunter on the Saudi Arabia card? Yeah. Um, he got nearly got knocked out in the first few rounds. Pavekin. He, he is class Pavekin, but I just think White has the ability to take take you up a notch. Oh, what Josh Pavekin no longer does. Josh Taylor's Josh fighting. Taylor's fighting yeah, that now. That's, well. that's in Glasgow. Yeah, he's fighting um, Kong Song. He can bang them. Oh, that's relevant from our discussion in one of the previous podcasts. Sonny Edwards is on that bill. Me and, uh, I don't know if it was on the podcast, but me, Paul and Arbaz have had a few conversations, and Jordan, over uh, Sonny Edwards. I think Sonny Edwards is the real deal yeah, and will be a world champion. Super fly, why not? Last, last time he was out uh, against Bray Flake, like I said, he was... Have you guys heard of Lee McGregor? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think he's quite good. He, I don't so. think he won his last fight though. You don't think? So Gordon's on, on that card. So on that night we've got Dylan White, Callum Johnson, Katie Taylor, That's Josh Taylor. That's an unbelievable Taylor, fight by the way, Serrano and Sun- oh, yeah. Edwards, unbelievable. Lee McGregor and Nathan Gorman. I was, uh, that's what I was going to ask you about. 13 KOs, 16 wins. Kong Song. Big KO ratio that. Talk about the, talk about the Matram card first, right? Because as you've said, Taylor Serrano. Oh, that is an absolute war. Mm. And do you know what? I think for any MMA fans as well, Joanna against Whaley at the weekend, yeah. I think firmly put some respect on women's combat sport because that is one of the best MMA fights I've ever watched. Forget women's fights. It's just one of the best fights I've ever seen inside a cage. I love watching. And I think Katie Taylor's doing the same thing for boxing. I think now we're not looking at it going, oh, that's a great woman's fight. That's a great fight for women. It's one of the best women's fights. We're just looking at it now like it's just a great boxing match. Mm. It's one of the best boxing matches there's been, etc. And it's finally putting some respect on it because it's just going to be an absolute tear up. Do you think Katie Taylor wins though? In your heart I've hearts. never seen I've never seen Serrano fight, but Taylor can box at the end of the day. Um, how she does against Serrano? She's she like a eight weight world champion or something. Yeah, I've seen Seven. I've seen Serrano's highlights and she can bang, she can box. So we're gonna I reckon we're just gonna see center of the ring and just trading. Which for women again I know you shouldn't be saying it, but it does sound like for women it's not Serrano, it's not the norm. Serrano's yeah, only lost once in forty fight. Who's promoting Taylor now? Still, still Eddie, Eddie. Oh, still Eddie. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the main man for I think women's boxing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's promoted it. Terry Harper now as well, and stuff. He has yeah. her stuff. I mean, we've got, got women's boxing space. in the limelight. You know, you've got a WBC, WBA, IBF, WBO titles all on the line. All the marbles. All the marbles. Probably your ring magazine. Throw, throw, a, throw a lineal in. Do you know what? Throw the lot in. She, is she going back down to lightweight? Because obviously she stepped up to super light for the um for a while there. These are for these are for lightweight. So. Stepping back down. Look how many belts are on the line now. It's ridiculous, WBC, isn't it? WBC, WBO, IBF. 
Probably the IBO as well, which doesn't actually get uh, broadcast. Because it's not a belt. Well, Chris Eubank Jr. won that belt, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Don't, um, don't disrespect the belt. Chris Eubank Jr. was one of was showing it off with absolute pride was and passion. It? it was his world title. Yeah. <laughs> and then G- Callum Johnson, McCalkin. Another. Do you know what? I think... He said that, that was at the weekend, didn't it? I'm not making that up. We even... We double-checked the date that Callum Johnson no, was fighting the weekend. We, we, we've all said your knowledge is poor. <laughs> I, I, even got, I, even, I even got the date up, though. Like, they took the date off. Do you know, know what? what? I, mean? I think Katie Taylor steals the show on that card. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't surprise oh, me. Oh, that's, that's an unbelievable fight. How many rounds is that's it? That's a good card. I was kind of... We were kind of uh, knocking it for being pay-per-view, but... If you got those three, there's probably going to be more. Fights how on how many rounds is Katie Taylor for? It needs to have a good undercard, though, Ten. for it to be worth it. Johnson and Rock on it. Two minute rounds. Johnson make them three. We want more. Yeah, make them three minutes. Yeah. Make make women's boxing three minute rounds. I think it's disrespectful having two minute rounds. I want. I just want to see more Katie Taylor. To be fair, stick three. Stick her in a three minute round. <laughs> yeah. Just means we get an extra minute of a tear up. Callum Johnson wins that yeah, European title as well. So do you th- um, under the other card in Glasgow at the Hydro? Do you think Josh Taylor gets the gets the business done? Josh Taylor yeah. gets the business done, yeah. He's got 13 KOs this lad, but who's your fault? Do you know what I mean? First Josh Taylor's got 12. Yeah, true, to be fair, like if you look at who's fought, look at 7, 3, got 15, mm. 14. Padded record, 33, 29, oh, yeah. 22, look at, look at Josh Taylor's record. <laughs> yeah, but... The man's record already. You've got Regis Progress. Barancic. Ivan Barancic. Yeah, Postol. I mean, O'Hara Davis was a good one at the time as well, actually. Victor Postol was a good fighter. Ryan Martin was a good fighter. Hang on, let's look at that. In Taylor's last, including Kong Song, one, two, three, four, five, out of his six, last seven, eight. out of his last, last eight, five have been unbeaten. Yeah. And the others that aren't unbeaten are That's pretty brave. good as well. He's a good, he's a good fighter, he's though, at the end class. of the day. He's unbelievable. Do you, um, what do you think um, Ben Davison will do differently with Josh Taylor? Not a lot. We need to... Everyone's like jumping on the bandwagon of Ben Davison's unbelievable. He's literally had one fighter, and that was the heavyweight champion of the world. He was already a good boxer. It yeah. got him into shape, don't get me wrong, got me, yeah. got him very fit, but we can't really jump on the bandwagon of Ben Davison's unbelievable just yeah. yet. He must have something, though, for Josh Taylor to pick him up, for Billy Joe to pick him up, mm. yeah. for you, Fury to choose him to get him back in shape. There's got to be something well, there. You know what's interesting? Until we don't see him... Both of them in action, Taylor and Saunders, we can't really talk much. Yeah, we, very we true, very true. I don't know if you've realised this, but obviously that fight is the same day um, that Billy Joe's meant to be fighting Canelo, um, which, and that's what Josh Taylor said, he already understands that Billy, uh, that Ben Davison's going to be with Billy Joe, so he's not actually going to be in the corner. For um, He's got his old trainer in the corner. Yeah, but yeah, have his old, his old coach in the corner, but I still think that's interesting. First fight with a new coach who's been training you most of your camp, probably. And it's then, just unfortunate though, that they're having to it, fight on the it, same yeah. night. You're fighting, you're fighting the Golden Goose around Canelo. Andrew, you got to be there for that. Yeah. Am I the only one? Thrown sure in the well. deep end, isn't he? Surely I'm and not the only one as well that want, wants to see a rerun of Progress, Josh Taylor. No, I'd love to see that again. Not now, but maybe in the future. Because Progress um, is fighting more. Yeah, Hooker. I don't see why they would make it again now. Not now, but I'd, lo- I'd love to see it. Do you know what? I wouldn't care if they did make it again. I'd love to see it again. It was a great fight. They just battered each other. What What do we reckon for... Canelo, Canelo, Billy Joe. What, what do we reckon? Uh, Predictions? Canelo, of course. Yeah, Canelo's going to win of that. Of course. Is he? Yeah, well, well, Canelo needs three knockdowns and a knockout to get a draw. Oh, Billy so. Joe, yeah. Oh, Billy, Billy Joe, Billy sorry. Joe, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's what I mean. He's <laughs> already, he's already, Billy Joe's already a judge down. Plus, I don't see Billy Joe dominating him. Like, he, maybe outpointing him, clearly, for nine rounds or something. But not, like, I don't think he'll, he'll overpower Canelo. 
So because it's not effective, I don't see him winning. You look at the way exactly. You look at the way. You look at going to fight any world champion in their backyard. You have to be convincing. Exactly. I agree. It's the way it works, especially against Canelo. The way he fought against like Lemieux was is the way everyone's saying he's going to fight against Canelo. That doesn't be you. You got to knock Canelo out. Yeah. Or you literally have to not. He can't land a if single. If he does punch. what he does against Lemieux, um, that was the same what Lara did against Canelo. And look what that hap- what happened there. I'd be far more confident that. Billy Joe could do a job if it was at 160 rather than 168. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also more confident in Billy Joe does a job than Callum Smith does. Uh, I think yeah. if any any British fighter has a chance of beating yeah, Canelo, it's well, Billy Joe. Too much real estate there, isn't there? The hit where from Canelo on Callum Joe. I've, I've said all along, if Callum Smith steps in with Canelo, it's finished in five and it's a body shot. Mm. What do you think about the Billy Joe and Andrade fight? Billy Joe. Demetrius Andrade's boring. Billy Joe outpoints him easily. He's good though, Andrade. He's good, but. For so long, I remember even a few years back when I was a fan of Andrade, no, nobody wanted to fight him and he never got the fights and it's the same thing now. I just think he, he windmills at times a lot and he gets he goes chasing and if you go chasing against Billy Joe, yeah. he's going to embarrass you. The final fight that got announced during the week got added to the April 11th uh, All-British dust-up between Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois is Anthony Yard versus Lyndon Arthur and I... I'm not going to say Lyndon Arthur's going to win, but I think that's a fantastic fight. Uh, yard and um, Yard. I I can see Lyndon another Arthur. Yard loss if I'm if I'm honest. Yeah, I I haven't seen Lyndon who Arthur. is it fight, but Lyndon Arthur. Um, yeah, I, fo- I follow quality. his uh, I follow his Instagram. <laughs> Looks alright. <laughs> Looks alright on Instagram. Well, I have one of those so do ones. I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about that one. Uh, Lyndon Arthur, well, he's, he's, he fought in Spain, didn't he? Yeah, he fought on oh, that one. Oh, good record, 48 losses. <laughs> Lyndon Arthur. Liam oh. Smith did that, do you remember that? Yeah. Had a fight in Spain, just to keep him ticking yeah. over. I, I think, think Lyndon Arthur fought bums, but... Yeah, it'll be a good fight, don't get me wrong. I don't think Anthony Yard, I think it could be points or a late stoppage. I don't, I think I don't see, I don't see Anthony Yard smoking him. No, I don't see Anthony Yard smoking a lot of the division, to be fair. They've both got high KO ratios. Yeah, they do, but... They're both yeah, but you look, to be fair, they've both got KO ratios against bums, so it's interesting <laughs> to see them step it'll up. Be, it'll be cagey. Yeah. For the first bit. Um, I think it'll be a good fight. It'll be cagey for the first. It'll be very cagey, which is expected at, at that level. So but I just don't think Anthony Yard is that good. If I'm perfectly honest. Oh, he's got some talent there. He started he, late, then he started. I think he's too big. Too much muscle mass. Twenty. He needs to lose some muscle mass. Yeah, that will drain him. That will definitely drain him midway. Especially if he's exerting a lot of energy, for example, you just against bo- Kovalev. Bo- you yeah. box yard, won't you? You just box him. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. You box him and he go, he go if one of them, you can convince him to go try chase him. him. And then try to finish him off 11, 12 rounds. Oh, now you're here, Jordan. We'll go, go back. Uh, you missed my grin when we uh, were talking about Carol Quigg and uh, our predictions. <laughs> oh, by the way, I changed my prediction. Did you see it on the Twitter? Ah, uh, it doesn't count. No, no, I think no, it does. Whatever yeah. <laughs> you said on the podcast, official. Boxing rules, you can't do that, mate. Come on. Nah, as soon as you see the way in, you can, you can tell him Quig just did not look like the fighter, uh, you know, that he always were. And Carol boxed unbelievably yeah. well. <laughs> but yeah, I, I called it on the Twitter, so it's okay. Before, I've got a little three-question quiz at the end here, but before we do that, I just want, I want, who's going to win, how, and why, Canelo, Billy Joe, First, start with Owen. We need we need answers. It's not life or death, lad. Canelo <laughs> Canelo points. Canelo points. Okay, yeah. Canelo points. Canelo by a unanimous decision. 
Actually, yeah, you unanimous decision. No, it'd be a split all day. Oh, no. oh it'd be a split. He's already got one, Judge Up. It won't be a split. Do you think, do you think Billy Joel? Do you know what? No, it, do you know what? It could, be, it could be a split. Yeah. Del Hoyer will have one judge. Eddie Hearn will have the other judge. It's just up to the third judge, whatever he decides. I'm going to go for a. I'm going to go for a. It's close, though. I'm going to go for a British masterclass. Overseas and uh, Billy Joe's gonna do it. He's gonna do no. the job. Whatever prediction, whatever thoughts we got. It's just a wrong. It's just a. Did you guys think the second fight? Do you reckon won the second? I still, fight? I think Golovkin definitely won. Draw. The first do you know fight. what? I had Golovkin first. I had draw second. And I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think had Canelo just edging himself. So I had a draw. Five. I don't even think Golovkin has lost to Canelo in my mm. eyes. Do you know what I mean? The second fight was class though. They were just on the inside the whole time for twelve rounds in the pocket. In the middle. I thought in the first fight I watched it. That was the. F- Pretty much one of the first, the first night I met you, I think. Yeah, was it? Him falling, we were stood in fusion. <laughs> first year freshers and Charlie Slough was on. He just stood there, he just went, oh, for any boxing fans, we've got the fight on. I was a bit like, what's going on here? Turn around in the middle of fusion. They put some, put like a, a projector screen and they had it on. And obviously, they had no sound on it except music playing in the background because yeah. it's in a nightclub. And then as soon as they've like, Lifted both hands off. Everyone's just watching, looking at each other, like what's going on here. I thought I mean, I've rewatched it. I thought I'd glove came by about three rounds in the yeah. first. Who else for predictions? Yeah. Uh, well, do you want to go through the white card? Yeah, go on. Dylan White. Dylan White knockout. White inside six. Ninth. White inside four. Ninth. Mm, I'm saying inside six. Okay. Knockout for White. Taylor. Taylor Serrano. Taylor unanimous. I'm going Taylor. Taylor split. Oh, you've all said Taylor, so I'm just going to say Serrano, knockout. Yeah. Yeah. Spice, <laughs> you know what I mean? John, Colin Johnson, knockout. Knockout, yeah. inside six. Emphatic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We gave that prediction last week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it every week, sure. Are you sure he's not fighting this Saturday? <laughs> uh, I'll let me double check that one. <laughs> so, yeah, and then, well, well, do you want to do a yard prediction? It got announced this week, sure as well. So I think yeah, I do think Yard will win, but I think it won't. Don't think it'll be an easy night's work. Lyndon Arthur points. Okay. I think it'll be a scrap on the bench. It's whoever get ties first. I'm gonna go Yard, yard knockout. Yeah, I'm gonna go Yard late. You already Arbaz, what were you saying? I feel like it's gonna be a scrap, and whoever ties out first is there for the taking. And with Yard stamina, what I saw against yeah. Kovalev, but it is Kovalev, isn't it? I think the big step up will help. I'm going Yard. Right, well, Ooh, yard. spice up your life, go a bit different. Last week, Jordan promised that I would have a I would have a quiz. So, I've got a wee three question quiz. And, uh, I was saying to Arbaz and Owen before Jordan, uh, it's they're all from the nineteen thirties, nah. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm going to try and make it relevant to what we've talked about in the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, obviously, it's all well and good me saying this, but I would definitely have got one right out of the three. The other two, I probably would have guessed. Wow. So, I'll go first one. Um, I'll give you a clue for each one as well. Nah, no clues. No, no, you no clues. So, in her seventh fight, Katie Taylor won her the WBA World Lightweight title. Who was it against? Never seen would I get that. Something Sanchez. Just have to repeat the question so you can buy time. To <laughs> Always works. My first thought would have been um, Jessica McGaskill. Something Sanchez. La- last fight. You can't remember her last fight? No. Do you know the answer? I do know, but I know the answer because I looked it up. Summit <laughs> <laughs> so so Sanchez. Yeah, you're right, it is. I'm high Esther Sanchez, who at the time was a dad so of decent... gets half a point. A, a decent record. Yeah, yeah half a point for the, for the surname. Then this is the one that I definitely would have got, so I'm expecting, if you're a boxing fan, to get this. Because <laughs> Pressure's on now, right? right? 
Who did Alexander Povetkin win the WBA regular world title against? It was in August 2011. Chagayev. Is that when Teddy Atlas gave the big speech? How? About his um, father dying and his father's going to come back to... He's witnessing this. Yeah, I it's think so. Night, like, he pumped him up, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Midway through the fight. Yeah. <laughs> and he got up like, all energetic and just came out. Chagayev. Chagayev, yeah. Wouldn't have got that neither. You wouldn't have got that? You wouldn't have got that? I only started following boxing until... Like, I went out to Joshua came on the scene. Year eleven, so twenty fifteen. And my final one. This is this is this is complete gear. But I found it, I find this actually quite interesting because when I was looking it up, um, Canelo has had fifty six fights, right? Yeah. Obviously, he's scheduled fifty seventh with Billy Joe, not including the Billy Joe one coming up, which is on um, Cinco de Mayo weekend. How many times has Canelo fought the week of or the weekend of Cinco de Mayo? How many, How many times? Times he fought. So does that include undercard as well? I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not main event. Just in his career. He's been quite career. long with undercards, hasn't he? And they're single. See, this 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 figure actually surprised me. I'll I'll give you a clue. I thought I thought it would have been a lot more. Sixteen. I don't think it's double figures. Eleven. Yeah. Sixteen. Eleven. Eight. Oh, Jordan's the closest. Seven. Seven. Yeah. Seven. That's it's, only just, it's only just become like a. I was, I was really. going to go like in the 30s. Oh, man. <laughs> no. Every other fight. the undercard has been on. With, yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's Mayo. So then you got a few there, and then you think. Seven. Wow. Seven. Yep. Surprised me as well. Point and a half. Seven. Get in. Yeah, so well, you got one point. So this. So this and we've got a zero. This, Amy Flasman. This, <laughs> this, this week, Owen wins the quiz. So. I don't know whether you want to do it where I do a quiz every week or we'll go around and then someone else yeah, does it. Think, yeah, do it like that. Yeah? Do I'll do it, it I'll, next week. I'll do it next week because, you know, okay. winner, reigning okay. champ. Yeah, yeah, the winner. Oh, reigning, oh, defending. That's fair, that's fair. W- yeah, yeah. WBC, <laughs> WBA, IBF, WBO. I'll claim the IBO as well. Ring, lineal. I'll be I'm having the lot. I'll do, I'll do all time. I'm having the lot. Jack Johnson days. Joel Lewis. Well, that brings us to a close. Thank you very much for listening to the third episode of On The Canvas. I hope you're, hope you're enjoying it so far and I hope you do see. We're putting a lot of effort in trying trying to get it better, trying to get the content out there um, and we're just enjoying doing it as well. So uh, don't forget to stay up to date with our Twitter at On The Canvas 1 and on Facebook, On The Canvas. Thank you very much. See yeah. you next week. Uh, just make sure you tweet, like you share our podcast as well and get the ratings up because the more ratings and the more views they get, they're a lot better for us. We've got 49 views on the last podcast so thanks very much for listening to that one. You love to see it. Catch us at the boxing on Saturday. See, see you guys later. Bye bye.